I'll chop it. I'll edit this and chop it. Okay, starting again. Reminder, we've been doing this for 14 episodes, and this is like the first time this has happened. So, again, where YouTube exists, uh, please like and subscribe video uh, on the channel and on the videos. Please like and comment. We would really appreciate it. These uh, videos, they've been a little bit slower, and we we would appreciate people coming in and trying to help us out. So if you have the opportunity, please just go ahead and throw some likes and comments. So far, we believe we've been doing okay, obviously, but every little bit helps. So that's my YouTube thing. For the merch, just going to plug this again. We have this merch store. If you want to support us, feel free to use this as a way to do that. We I, I think all these things, as far as the costs go, are very manageable. So if you're interested in helping us out, this is a great way to do it just to show some support and show off to friends and family and such. And finally, we have this coffee site. It helps support the Minecraft server specifically. If you want to support, feel free to do so. We've had one person support us already, uh, Kuru did. And that helps, again, specifically with Minecraft costs. The server is like, you know, like 10, almost, no, it's like $9 a month, roughly, maybe eight. So this, this helps for that. So that's the quick intro. And... If you, you're here and you heard that twice, you know, go figure. Going to have to cut that off from the, uh, fr from the VOD. So the only other thing I wanted to plug before we talk about Movie Night a little bit is this game called One Step from Eden. It's, it's very cool. So we talked about this a while ago, uh, Mega Man Battle Network. This is a roguelike game that plays like Mega Man Battle Network. I'm going to play the video. I don't have the audio on for it, but it's kind of... There, I'll turn down a little bit. So, it's a roguelike. It plays very much like any of those you've played, Hades, Slay the Spire, all that, for, for the actual genre. But you play as these specific characters, and you play on a battlefield that looks like Mega Man Battle Network. It's kind of interesting from what I watched. There's uh, Twitch integrations as well. When you... When you buy items after each, we're going to call it round, this, see this? There's a voting system where the chat can I interact with it. So let's pretend that each of these cards represents one, two, three, okay? The chat can vote and say, okay, would you, we want you to go with card one, card two, card three, or there's like, obviously you don't have to buy anything, so zero. I think it's a pretty cool little system. I had never heard of this game until I watched a band and play it. It looks interesting. And the fact that there's like a Twitch integration also is interesting. So I'm going to keep playing the video. It, it does look really cool. I I think the style of the game is, is perfect. It actually reminds me of a card game called Duelist, which I don't know if Duelist still exists. I don't think it does anymore, but... I vaguely remember that game. It's like, a, yeah, Duelist was... Duelist was like a card game that actually looked a lot like this as far as like there was a gridded battlefield... But the character sprites look very similar. And each of these characters obviously has like different, you know, abilities and such, so varying gameplay. Again, it, it looks very interesting. So I wanted to plug this because I'm thinking maybe this is something we could also potentially jump on stream with. Yeah, I know Duelist lol. I played Duelist for a little bit. It, like, Duelist actually wasn't that bad. It just, yeah, just wasn't, you know, as good as Hearthstone and all yeah. that. So, 
Um, I will mention real quick about this game. Ghost actually has played this. My brother, he 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 played this game. He's okay. a big fan of. Uh, he was a big fan of Mega Man Battle Network back in the day. Sure. As, as were we. But uh, he has played this. I think he generally likes it. But he did say that as a roguelike, it gets very repetitive. And he said that the once you kind of learn the game, you just kind of keep doing the same build over and over again because like there's certain things that are good and certain things that are not good. And there's a particular way to build your deck that is good or not good. Right. And yeah, that's kind of how it goes. So it got a little samey for him, but like generally, he like I, I know he enjoyed his time with it when okay. he played it, but he did get tired of it after sure. a while because you know. Okay. So. Let me look. I'm just looking to see how active this is. So their last patch was in December, it looks like. Um, so it's been, you know, looks like December 4th, so it's been over three months. Hopefully this game is going to continue to get some content, obviously. Is it, I mean, like, I think it looks very interesting. Also, the Twitch integration makes it interesting. Like, if you wanted a different experience and you happen to stream this game with, like, maybe a couple viewers in your chat, just have them pick the cards for you. Like, there, that'll switch up your experience potentially completely. So that's also something. I don't know. I, I thought this was an interesting game, so I wanted to, to show it off because it, it looks pretty cool and something we could play as a group and, you know, a couple folks could vote on and such. So let's talk about um, Movie Night, though. I'm going to switch the overlay so we can... Okay. So why don't you go first with, with Movie Night Talk? let's let's uh let's definitely have a I, conversation i i i don't i don't think i should do this oh okay <laughs> you, you go i'm just gonna you know flame me. people i'm uh, okay yeah just so you go. the the thing that so yesterday we we had movie night although it ended up being like a tv show night and you know we ha obviously we, we 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 pinged the server a couple times and didn't really get any interaction from it for me personally, I know that there's people that have work and such, like especially when you have to get up in the morning. So I, I kind of understand that part of it because I don't obviously want people to feel like they have to come and lose sleep over this. Uh, I will say that there is a bit of a frustration that we just want to know specifically if people are interested at least from from my perspective because if people aren't interested in the movie nights or the TV show nights whatever you want to call them what for what we watch then i mean to be honest we don't have to do them this is something where we thought okay maybe this would be a cool idea but i will say the lord of the rings really worked out people people generally wanted to show up for that but when we try, you know, potentially like we, we watched uh, Your Lie in April yesterday and obviously Tyler showed up, but we weren't sure who else was going to show up. And that kind of makes us confused because at least from my perspective, like just as an example, like that night in particular, I could have done homework. You know what I mean? And Obviously, I like that wasn't my preference. I would much rather do like a movie or TV show night. But if people don't want to go to these things, like you can just say so. It's okay if you're just like in the server and you you are signed up for the movie role and just say, hey, look, I'm it's I'm not going to show up this week or I'm busy or I got I got work, so no. 
Because then when we get a head count, we can understand, okay, you know, if it's just going to be Spoon and myself, or if it's going to be Spoon, myself, and Tyler, maybe we can kind of change how the, the TV show or movie night goes. We can, we can sort of switch it up. As opposed to like, oh, there's like five or six people showing up. So maybe we just, it doesn't, you know, it's not a big deal. We just go for whatever we said. But if we get nobody responding, number one, then we have no idea what people are interested in. Number two, Spoon and I are like, okay, well, should we even do it? Because then, yeah, frankly, or we like, can do other when, stuff. When, when, we, when we go in and we go to start, we're like, well, how, do, how long do we wait for people to show up? Because sure. we don't know if people are going to show up or not. Um, last night, there was a little technical difficulty with the website. but Yeah, sure. Anyways, we got it figured out, but... We, yeah, and yeah, and for me, and I, I mean, I mentioned this to Otto last night in, in um, in the the call when we did movie night. I'll be honest; it, it's maybe an irrational hatred. It's a pet peeve of mine. I just hate being ignored more than anything. Like, Otto ping the server on sometime over the weekend. It was Friday or Saturday, Something I think. Like, yeah. About the options and what the think thinking was and. You know, I get it if you can't respond the same day. I get it. People are at work. People are busy. Whatever. It's fine. But if we don't get any response over three or four days, that's when it really starts to irk me, to be honest. And then again, I we put out a couple ping, more pings yesterday asking if people were going to show up or if people are coming, whatever. And again, just radio silence. I would much rather hear, no, I can't make it, than nothing. Right. The The thing that, for me, I, I think for me, I'd rather hear, no, I can't make it. I, I'd rather know a headcount, at least from my experience, because then I can, like, do something different that day. And I can change my plans. Yep. When, for, for example... You know, Kate comes home from work around that time, and fortunately, she has her own work that she does at night, so it's not like it's not like this is a big deal. But if if we just decide, okay, look, we don't have the head count, maybe it's just again spoon myself and Tyler, and we just decide, hey, let's just maybe we can just move this to a different day or something, or we just don't do it that Tuesday night. You know, I, I'm able to shift my plans in a way that works better for me, but. When we don't get like a headcount, it's it it's definitely like maybe we should signal that as we shouldn't do it. Number two, it's confusing because we don't know if the schedule is actually poor. We're like, oh, maybe Tuesday actually wasn't the right day because we thought it was Tuesday, and Our it's people's like, schedules changes that, that yeah, happens. That's super. But yeah. if we don't know that, we can't plan around that. Sure. You know, if your schedule is changing and you still want to participate in newbie night, please let us know in one way or another you can dm us if you want or just post in the movie night channel hey my schedule's changing i can't make that that time anymore or mm. maybe it's just that week like oh sorry i can't make it that week because x y and z yeah sure and i know the tuesday night thing was and try had mentioned this to us just for try in particular he had told us that that's a bad time for him because it's late on the east coast 7 p.m pacific is 10 p.m on the east coast and he has he has work during the week mm. so that's completely understandable um so yeah, I mean, maybe we need we need to change it, but yeah. So, the that like I think all of this is boiling down to is look, one of two things: either you guys, you know, the schedule's bad, and maybe we should be more flexible. That way, 
we can sort of figure out what best day works for more people. Or if you're not interested, just say so. If you don't want to watch Your Lie in April, again, for whatever reason you have, just say, hey, I don't want to watch this. And then to us, we can say, okay, people don't want to watch this kind of show, maybe. Or they don't want to watch yeah. this kind of thing. That's that's actually super helpful. Because yeah, it that's seems useful like... information. It's like we won't suggest something like that again yeah. because they're not interested. It's Cause, fine. Because Lord of the Rings seemed like people were very interested in just hanging out and, and watching. <laughs> but... Like then we threw something. To, yeah, so it's. It, it, I mean, we, we we put up a variety of options. Oh yeah, we did on that initial initial ping. So it wasn't it wasn't just your lie in April. I mean, that was on there, but right. You know. Um, and we so yeah, I don't. Yeah. The frustration is just is not knowing again if people if people aren't interested. Let us know you're not interested, so we don't waste our time and yours, and we don't annoy you with countless pings with pings. movie night we're, we're pinging yeah. you guys <laughs> if you're not if you're not interested in movie night anymore let us in general if you're not interested in doing movie night at all let us know and we'll remove the tag from you so you don't get pinged you know because so. i imagine either you've muted it by now or you're just ignoring it which if you've muted it what what's the point then <laughs> then we'll just remove the tag from just remove the tag we'll just take the tag pointless. off it's like there's no point it's it defeats the purpose of the of the tag. So, okay. Anyway, for for whatever it's worth, we we like doing it, and we we would like to keep doing it, but it's it's just like okay, well, if people are interested in showing up up to it, why should we waste our time doing it? Basically, yeah. So, anyway, let's uh, let's move on for movie night. We can we can sort of put in the server and such because it's like again there's like honestly if we don't do movie night i could just boot up a stream like i could yeah, boot up a stream either, either of us could boot up a stream or to I be honest spend my night playing east or something i need to right. play or I, I could just boot up a stream of xenoblade that way i can catch up on the game so it's which i mean i still played some xenoblade last night but in in any case I think we've we've said our piece, or is there anything rant, else? Rant over, rant over. I suppose. Yeah, rant over. I mean, we could like I, I want to rant about Google's freaking ads at some point. Just like I'm, I'm going nuts over it. So let's switch over to some game news because there was quite a bit. So let's let's hop on over here. Oh, hey, look, the overlay. Good. So BlizzCon was this past weekend. I'm actually going to move some stuff and. When was it? It was Friday. We watched Friday's opening ceremony, right? Yep. So in the opening ceremony, I feel like the focus was heavily on Diablo and World of Warcraft. Am I... I mean, like, there was nothing about Overwatch. There was nothing about Heroes of the Storm, which obviously there wouldn't be. And there was nothing about StarCraft. So the heavy focus was on these two games. They, they talked about Diablo Immortal. And then they talked about Diablo 4. They had an announcement for a new character. Uh, I'm not going to play the audio on it. I'm just going to find, like, where the new character got shown here. It's like this whole cutscene trailer thing. So here, here's the character. So they, they have this new class, Rogue. And, oh, yeah, we had Overwatch 2 models, which I just laughed at. I was like, wow, good job, Blizzard. You, you, you really changed them. 
So the new class rogue was Diablo 4 was what got shown for that. And then Diablo 2 Resurrected was shown off. They showed improved visuals. They also talked about how they, they, they did emphasize they left like certain bugs in the game. At some point, there was a there was like a talk, and they're like, "Yeah, we're we're gonna leave certain things like bugs in the game, and there might be some some cleanup." But Diablo Two Resurrected will, for the most part, besides the updated visuals, feel like Diablo Two, which is, I think, good. This is coming out on PC and consoles, so Nintendo Switch, PS Five, and Xbox Series X or S and whatever. Which is, I I mean. They did that with Diablo 3. They ported that to I console. I mean, Blizzard does this with, like, pretty much all their games. Now, I guess the, R- the the RTS, like, StarCraft and and Warcraft doesn't really make sense for consoles, so mm-hmm. they don't do that. Um, I guess HOTS isn't on console either. No, it's not. Yeah. Really, it's just Diablo. They've been doing this with and over, Overwatch, Overwatch, of yep. course, because it's a shooter. Yeah. So, um, so this is getting ported. Uh, they you can, you can actually pre-order this now if you wanted to. There's, like, a tech alpha opt-in, which I opted in for. Who knows what will happen from that. But the the only other thing that occurred at BlizzCon, which I'll mention and then we won't, you know, we'll discuss all this, these different pieces. Metallica played at BlizzCon at the end of the, the Friday, the, the Friday opening ceremony. And Twitch DMCA'd out, to avoid <laughs> DMCA, they played like some weird 8-bit music over this. Which is... Twitch I was is scared of DMCA. They don't know what to do, dude. I was like, there's like a certain irony with Metallica being the ones that got all their their stuff. Did this? There's like, if you don't know, uh, the um, one of the members of Metallica like was the one that went crazy when when Napster was coming out, and it's like so funny how this like circle has been created and now his his music is being dmca'd out of twitch because of all these rules it's like there's a certain weird thing happening here it's like huh he uh... so it's very it's very odd i just want to say it's very funny that metallica got bleeped out because of dmcas and and all these rules specifically because of how the the uh, music industry works so spoon where do you want to focus first on this you don't really play WoW anymore. I don't no, play I WoW. Played, I haven't played WoW in forever. The last time I played WoW was during the original Burning Crusade, which was back in like 2008 or something like seven or eight, which something like that. Got announced for a Burning Crusade classic. For WoW classic, yeah. So, WoW classic expansion one, Burning Crusade. It's. I I feel like we should talk about this at some point. Maybe not now, but there's a certain humor behind Blizzard's like. Hey, we we don't want to make anything new, so we're just going to remaster stuff yep. because we don't want to make new things anymore. Because remastering things is easier. You you all all you all you millennials love our old old games so much, and you don't like our new games, so we'll just remaster our old games, and you can play those again. Have Which, fun. To be fair, there was a lot of support for Warcraft class for WoW Classic. Yeah, maybe. WoW Classic. But then they did a super shitty job with Warcraft 3 mm-hmm. Reforged. Which, which they, they didn't botched, mention. They botched that entirely. Of course they didn't. That thing is... that They, they pulled the plug on that. That thing, that thing they they killed it with an axe and, and left it to die in oh, the yeah. corner. Reforged is actually just in like a prison cell. 
and they're like banging on the ga- the the yeah. um the the bars like hey remember us and no, Blizzard's out there banging. talking they're not banging they're just rotting they're just, just rotting, rotting in the corner in, in their in their own feces dude like because like they mentioned this too they're like we we've done great we did a great job with other remasters like wow classic and everyone's like but but Warcraft <laughs> three though it's like what about uh uh I hmm. They talk about their remasters. They they're like remastering some of their really old titles with like Lost Vikings and all this, in like this arcade. Which, I sure. I literally don't nobody care. care. Nobody no, cares about no. those games. Five people like... care. Five people care. And but is there anything in this BlizzCon line, specifically the opening ceremony, that was interesting for you? Uh yeah. The only things that were interesting to me which are the things that you're mostly highlighting were the two Diablo announcements D4 mm-hmm. which D- D4 looks like it has potential like I've liked what I've seen from it so far both at the the last time they showed it which I think was last year last year's BlizzCon I guess mm-hmm. it wasn't last year's technically at the end of 2019 mm-hmm. but um and then um D2 remaster like, I like D2, but I, I don't think I was as big as a fan of it as so many other people were. I wasn't super addicted to it. I did play it as a kid, and I did like it. I think it was actually the first M-rated game that my parents let me buy or let me get. So oh, okay. that's kind of an interesting piece of trivia. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I I mean, I like D2, but but I'm, I'm wary of this because of how shitty a job they did Warcraft 3 Reforged. This is not going to pr- be a pre-order or a right. day one buy day one buy for me because because warcraft 3 reforged exist and man did they botch that one right they they really did screw that up and the funny thing is i'm pretty sure team one the one that got destroyed was the one that was a team that was working on this and then obviously they were cut out after their warcraft 3 reforged release and which wasn't their fault which wasn't their fault at all by the way and it was that's where vicarious visions um comes in right where they they sort of shift this team over and say okay you guys you guys do it i'm just showing the visuals right now the difference by the way in the it's so funny you know mass effect had this same little slider thing by the way this same slider was on the mass effect thing is that a coincidence I mean, it's different. It's Activision versus EA, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, are you just, I, yeah. But the 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 visuals for me, they they definitely are improved because obviously, like you you look at the left one. I mean, yeah, this game came out in what 1998, 2000, something like that. The, right around there. Yeah, yeah this the, the the visuals are definitely improved. I do think the no with that. the with the new with the new models that the animations look really janky. I They're think super they need janky. to work on that. I think they look fine on the old one just because again it's an old game, so the animations look janky. But I think they need to to up the quality of the the animations on the new on the new one. Right. Yeah, because like the the actual melee attacks, I think are super s- slow. But again, I I do think these graphics are are just like they they are better. Yeah. Like I I, I don't I, think I, I can deny that they they are just better. No, they're better. I 
I think they look especially better in the like the backgrounds and yes. like, the, like the fire effects and that kind of stuff. I'm not sure how I feel about the like the character and the enemy models. I think that those maybe need some work. To be honest, I, I don't think they they look amazing in the animations that I've mentioned sure. already. Are janky I, as hell. I, I'm with you there. The background looks good though. I, I'm going to say the background looks really good. Like look, okay, again. This is the texture of uh, oh god, what is this? Um, this town. Why am I forgetting this town? This is where you get Deckard Kane. Um, Tristram. Tristram. Thank you. So you, yeah, you look. This is Tristram here, and Tristram. There's just like so much. There's more. There's just more detail. It, it does look better. There's more added detail in here. The, but yeah, this character model, like it. Okay, the model itself looks, I guess, slight. You know, a little fine. better. It looks fine, but these animations are really uh, slow. The archer animations surprisingly don't look horrible, although that when they actually fire the bow, it looks kind of weird. Um, but anyway, and then so we're gonna get the same classes as we did before. We have Amazon. I'm just gonna look at some of these to see how their details. Okay, the necromancer just looks. I don't know why it looks kind of weird. Barbarian, paladin, sorceress, druid. Okay. Yeah, and uh, thankfully, at least, it seems like they're not going to sell base Diablo 2 and Lord of Destruction separately. So mm -hmm. if you if you buy this, you're going to get both D2 and, and the expansion to D2, Lord of Destruction. Yep. So that's good. I'm glad they're not nickel and diamond us on, on that nonsense. Yeah, so, I agree. Um, I'm, I, I think I'm... I, how much is it? Is it 40 or is it 50? So if you want to pre-order, if I click this pre-purchase button... Ah, I see the Diablo Prime Evil Collection, which you don't want, by the way. You want this one. It's $40. I don't know why they're doing this one. They're trying to trick people into buying oh, this. Of course, they they want you to buy the one that's more expensive, even though you don't get anything for it. I mean, of you course, get nothing the, for it. <laughs> you want to buy premium, the the premium edition, not the, the base version. That's for plebs, dude. You don't want the base version. That's for freaking plebs. You want premium. You want Prime Evil Collection upgrade. It's just so stupid. So it's $40 if you want the resurrected version. I, I mean, uh, $40 for this game, particularly if it's coming with the expansion, which I imagine it is. Is that bad? Is that too high? It, that's I feel like that's market price for a for a remaster. Maybe mm. it should be maybe maybe market price should be thirty, but I feel like most of the time when a a company releases a remaster, it's like around there. It's sure. like forty. Yeah, some yeah. some 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 publishers, I guess, just go for the full sixty and people buy them anyways. So I think forty's fine. I okay. mean, obviously, it could be cheaper, but. It, I'm not offended by that price at all. I don't think I am either. Forty seems okay. Obviously, lower would be better, but I think forty is not gonna be something I'm opposed yeah, to. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna that's gonna rustle any feathers. I don't think sure. people are gonna be mad that this costs forty dollars. Right. So, I haven't. I mean, I think they they showed Diablo Four gameplay during BlizzCon. 19 because yeah, yeah, yeah which was the last one which was it was the one. end of it was like in november of 2019 yep. so yep a little more than so a year ago the the there were i will say some design changes compared to diablo 3 
and so they they're give, looking we're looking at this new class uh, apparent I don't think the rogue has been in Diablo since Diablo one uh, it wasn't in Diablo yeah. two obviously it wasn't in Diablo three so they're bringing this class back from Diablo one I mean this this to me again I, I well I played Diablo one a touch like I tried it mm -hmm. and but I had played Diablo two before I played Diablo one so Diablo one felt like shit compared to Diablo two so I didn't like it um this class just from what they showed in this trailer just looks like a mix between the Amazon and the uh, assassin yeah. from D2 basically. Just punch those two classes together sure. and you get, you get this. They they 100% by the way, they made this one outfit for the character. It it, it looks exactly like Assassin's Creed. Sure. And it's like it's like this it's this white um you know cloak and I was like, I saw this in the trailer, and I was like, that, that's, wow, they just, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, not opposed to it, but it looks just like exactly like the, the Assassin's Creed type character. But, yeah, this, I, I think I, I, I definitely agree with you. It's a cross between Amazon and what you would get with, with Assassin. Again, yeah. not not a bad thing at all or anything, like right? It's I mean, like, maybe they spruced in a little Demon Hunter from D3 as well, sure. but it's your... It's your, you know, dexterous rogue ranger archetype type thing. Right. You know? This is, by the way, I just noticed this in the trailer. There's a moment where you see this this enemy. This looks like Andario from D2. Just want to mention that. Looks a, a little, little bit. bit like a little bit like that. So, I, I thought this was cool. I'm 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 tentatively excited for Diablo Four. I'm I'm the, yeah, the only same. thing that stops me is Activision, so I'm I'm hoping that they keep their grubby little hands off it as much as possible, but that's that's wishful thinking I think. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I I like the the darker like tone and aesthetic. Mm -hmm. I like the graphics of D4 so far. From what I've seen of it, you know, the combat looks fun. The classes look fun. Looks like the world's going to be bigger. There might be a little more like exploration to it as opposed to the kind of linear nature of d3 mm -hmm. um so yeah i'm with you i am opt i'm optimistic about d4 at this point but it remains to be seen you know sure. the, the last the last couple things that blizzard have put out have not been that great they, so yeah they haven't been exciting uh i do want to mention by the way the overwatch 2 stuff let me just overwatch 2 uh character model comparison so overwatch 2 there were a couple character models released specifically for like changes to the character um they're, they're like okay i don't expect a lot of difference but there's a couple that i just was like blizzard Nothing's like hardly anything's changed here. Okay, I'm just gonna show it on screen. You tell me if you see much of a difference. There, there is a difference. Obviously, I'm not gonna discount that or like say that there isn't. But like, again, I I don't know what I was expecting, but I I don't think I was expecting like for example with Mercy, the the, the there is like minor changes. Yeah, they changed the color palette on a couple of things. Um... 
I, I, I just like, like the colors look a little sharper in general. And yeah, changed her hairstyle slightly. Yeah, that's about it though. Here's uh, Winston. There are minor changes again. I honestly like the Overwatch one one better. I think the Overwatch two one looks like shit. The this is Tracer uh, again, just a slightly different, I guess, pants yeah. and a little, little bit more, little more, chest. little more detail, a little bit more detail. Uh, here's Genji. They gave him a sweater. <laughs> Sorry, it's not sweater, but like they gave him a sweater and sweatpants. He's just chilling now. Uh, there's Tri's favorite May, uh, different boots and, uh, yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't know what I was expecting and I'm not like big into Overwatch really anymore, but I think Lucio's actually was, was quite a bit different. Yeah. Lucio or, looks cool. There's Lucio a lot looks more so color. There's good. a lot more color in him. There's, there's a lot more color. I thought Lucio's changes were, were actually what about really interesting. the one other one we didn't see was Reinhardt? That was Reinhardt. I think Reinhardt's is pretty good, too. Like, they just removed the helmet. But there's a little bit more detail on his armor. Like, I, I think this is, like, fine. Like, just get the helmet off. This is, this is way more interesting. At least to me. So, I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting, but there weren't that many changes. And I, I think, I don't know if people liked it or not. From from what I saw, but I, I just like when I saw the images, I was just thinking there really isn't a lot of changes here, and I'm obviously I don't. Maybe there shouldn't have been, but it's just like interesting to see. Besides Lucio, I, mean, I think Lucio is very different. But I, I, mean, I think it's a fine line for them to be honest because they can't change it too much because then they'll piss off the hardcore fans. But then if you don't, they don't change it enough. People's like, well, it's the same. What the fuck? Exactly. Like, yeah, it's it's a very fine line that they're they're walking there. So I don't know. Oh yeah, and I forgot. Yeah, skins are just gonna skins are gonna make that obsolete pretty yeah, much anyway. True. But but still, uh, I, I know I showed this again. I'm just gonna show it again. Metallica played at the end of BlizzCon, and their music was covered up by this on the Twitch gaming channel. It's like this little eight bit music. I, this is just like again the state of Twitch. I just, oh my God, are you serious? Apparently, I guess Blizzard obviously had the rights to do this, but Twitch didn't. So Twitch had to block it out <laughs> with this. And I'm just like, Twitch, man, you got it. You got to really got to figure this out. This is like, this is just sad. <laughs> like, are you kidding? it's just funny that they chose that music to play over this. It's but really, you played this over Metallica? Okay. I, I've just... They gotta figure this out. This is just, like, really bad. Um, so, any other things from, from BlizzCon that you wanted to mention before moving forward? Yeah, I mean, there were another other announcements. They talked about, you know, the WoW Classic Burning Crusade. Mm -hmm. They did a little bit on Hearthstone. And... I mean whatever his name was talked for like 20 minutes at the beginning before they showed anything. Jay Allen so Brack or whatever. Jay Allen Brack. Jesus that's it. Christ. Yeah. Hearthstone's they, changes were actually pretty big, but go ahead. At the beginning of the show, I mean, we were in discord together, but I was like, man, they really don't have anything to show this year. Yeah. Do they? Cause he, he talked for like 15 minutes before they did. He did. <laughs> they he, showed anything. He, he did. He was like, wow, what a, what a crazy year. Like everybody's been doing. It's like, yeah, we know that. 
we we know <laughs> we know it's been a crazy year <laughs> it seems like everybody in okay i don't want to like i don't want to upset anybody for saying this but now everybody has to say this has been a difficult year for us it's like no shit <laughs> you don't yeah, have to know. say it anymore we yeah. know <laughs> It seems like every PR release related to like a game or something like it's been a it's been a strange year for us. Like, yeah, wow, really? You didn't you don't have to say it anymore, guys. We we know. We we know. We 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 know. We got it. So yeah, I mean, there were other announcements, but I don't play those games, and sure. I don't really have anything to say about them. I guess like the WoW Classic Burning Crusade is is cool. I mm -hmm. guess I think people generally like Burning Crusade that expansion. So good for good for those people. I just um, how far will WoW Classic go? Are they just going to remake all their expansions? Is that where we're going with this? When do they stop? Yeah, they're going to have to stop at some point. I feel like they'll stop at maybe the expansions that people didn't like as much. Mm -hmm. Like the first two, which were Burning Crusade and then Wrath of the Lich King, were very well liked, I think, generally. The next one was Cataclysm, which I, I actually don't know what the reception was that one was like they may go up to cataclysm mm. but if the, the next one after that was the pandas one and if they Pandaria, do that one yeah. I, I i don't know i don't know what they're doing if they go to that one so let's <laughs> <laughs> do freaking pandas so dude pandas man so okay just curious because like again i've never played wow and like i don't know the reception of all these i just know at this point it's like every other wow expansion has been well received uh the most recent one uh shadowlands I don't think I heard bad things about that, but I heard bad things about the previous one, which was like yeah. all the... Battle for Azeroth. Battle for Azeroth. Yeah, was the one before which that. was the one that was like hyped. It was like you're gonna fight Alliance and Horde are fighting against each other. It's like okay, sounds good. So, okay, let's move on from from BlizzCon. Uh, again, just mentioning it, I saw nothing from Hots. And the HOTS channel on Twitch was playing everything but HOTS <laughs> yep. over the weekend, which I was just like, are you serious? <laughs> and Star, like, yeah, they, I mean, like, I don't think StarCraft, I don't know what they talked about for StarCraft. I mean, I StarCraft 2 exists. On. There's still an esports scene for StarCraft. I think it's probably mostly in, mostly in Korea now at this point. It's mm -hmm. probably pretty much dead yeah. over here in the West. But, I mean, StarCraft 2 still exists, but are they going to re release StarCraft 3 or any real new content for no. StarCraft anytime soon? Yeah, very unlikely on that one. Uh, we're, don't we, hold your breath. We will not, I don't think we're going to see a StarCraft RTS. Like, coming out no. in the next yeah if five if they release so. if they release a new thing for starcraft i doubt it'll be an rts it'll be something else because rts is just not a popular genre anymore it's it'll, just not there. it'll be a br game I, oh god please no <laughs> it'll it'll be a br game okay. i don't even know where starcraft goes from here actually it's kind of interesting it's like a i love the universe that is starcraft but i don't even know where that that ip goes from here that ip like hearthstone actually is made tons of changes they they changed how the the it's like the core set now which is the 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 sets before you always got these like you always everybody always had these like set of cards that made up the um the classic or like kind of like the classic set and they changed it where the classic set's going to start rotating things so there's going to be like this core set and this this new set is going to be open to everybody. Everybody will get it for free. 
no matter what. So it's going to be like this rotating list of cards, which is actually really good because it, it makes the game more interesting. But also they added a they added like a Slay the Spire roguelike into the game. Hearthstone's been just piling on extra game modes onto just like Hearthstone. There's there's tons of game modes on that. They have obviously Battlegrounds, which I think is well received. Duels, which in my opinion is a is not a good game mode. They, they I think they messed up that one. But they messed up that one because the balance was crappy. I think the game itself was interesting. The mode itself was interesting. They just messed up the balance. So we'll see how this roguelike goes. It, it could be interesting. Hopefully it's not like duels where it's actually like a weird PvP. I mean, Battlegrounds is PvP, obviously, but like kind of in a different way. But yeah, hopefully this, this is like a single-player game mode. I, I don't want this to be PvP. So that's that was Hearthstone. Those were big changes. And they had like some new expansion. Yep. Okay. Alrighty then. BlizzCon, moving on from that. Uh, Amazon's New World. This is an MMO that they're making. This is probably the only interesting game that they are making. Is has been delayed again. It's now coming out towards the end of the year in uh, early fall. August 31. This, uh, this was supposed to come out Originally, I have it here, uh, May 2020, and then August 2020, and then spring 2021. There was actually no preset date. It just said spring 2021, and now the game is going to be launching in August, August 31st. There will be a closed beta starting July 20th. Uh, the last time they did closed beta like this, it was pre-order folks only, or if you got a specific invite for it. They didn't just, obviously, didn't just, you know, you couldn't just sign up very specifically there's like either you basically had to pre-order the game to get in um it, again I've, I've mentioned this this is an mmo game it's 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 set in this like colonial style and you it, it's like a mixture of survival and mmo because it was supposed to be a survival game and then they changed things i would say that this is again probably the most interesting title that amazon has coming out it's clearly more interesting than crucible and i know that there are people interested in this and this game i think that this you have to you you purchase the game i think it's like 50 bucks and they're adding you know some more content to it from from what they've said there's like some extra like specific and you know content with like I don't know if it's raids is the appropriate term, but they're talking about dungeons at some point, which is pretty normal for an MMO. But this is this getting pushed back again. I can't tell if it's good or bad in this case now. The the game was clearly not finished when I played it, and I played it in like April of last year or something like that. It it it, it definitely had problems, but like I don't know. We'll we'll see. I, I I'm hopeful that this is good for the game. I do think the game could be interesting. It's got like interesting qualities. So adding this here for for the fact that I've talked about it. And also it's it's like Amazon's only interesting game at this point. So Well yeah, they I mean they killed their they killed their Crucible. studio their their studio. Mm -hmm. Well didn't they, they shut down their development studio too? No, that's Stadia. That? No, that's Stadia. Oh that was that was Stadia. That's right. No Stadia. I got I got the mix up, my They're... bad. There was some other stuff that was kind of screwed up with Stadia also, which I'll talk we'll, we'll talk about later that I want to mention. 
It's yeah, it's, it's an MMO. It's an MMO without a subscription. You you purchase yeah, the game. Oh, you buy the game. You just purchase I mean, the game. I MMOs usually you have to buy the game and then there's a subscription. So. I I'm guessing there will be a subscription model. I mean, it's just like I'm guessing that's what's going to happen. There will I, be something there, but it may not be required right. to play. Um, we'll see what kind of monetizations in this, but I think it, it, this could eventually have a subscription model. And if it does have a subscription model, it's like, okay, well, how do you now, like, assuming this is a popular game, like, how you know, what expansions are coming out? Is it going to be like, wow, where you, you purchase the expansion, but you still have the subscription? You know, what, what's going to happen? That's, But again, I, I think the game is interesting. It's It wasn't terrible when I played it. It certainly wasn't the best thing that I played over the year. It had problems, but... There, there was some like there was some cool stuff about it. It, I will say this like, it, it's an MMO, so of course the you know the the, the quests are going to be what they are in an MMO. But the quests weren't the worst in this game. Normally you get like a bunch of fetch quest crap, right? It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. There wasn't as many like lame, we'll say lame quests as I thought there would be. There was definitely a more like combat oriented quest, which was good, from what I I had experienced. So, okay, Anthem is officially dead. They're gonna keep That's it alive. Nice. They're gonna continue to keep the live service running. I don't know why. I really don't. Just kill it. I don't There's know why. There's probably a few people who still play, but maybe within a year or two they'll they'll shut they'll it, just down. it down. So, they were supposed to make this decision la uh, last week, but they ended up making it this week. Um, we've made the difficult decision to stop our new development work on Anthem, Anthem Next. And it's obvious that EA said, okay, I think we're done. Let's, uh, this is too much money to invest in this kind of game right now. We'd much rather you work on your other titles that people are interested in. So... I think this is a bummer for me because, frankly, this game should have worked. There was just yep. a couple fundamental issues, and those fundamental issues happened to be the backbreaker. But this game should have worked. It really should have. It should have worked. The development issues are obviously <clears throat> part of that. But this this had a good this had a foundation. It would just there was some really poor execution on certain things. So again, here's their 2020 was a year like any other. Again, we know that. I don't know why you're saying it, but they they they're saying that COVID could you know it's it's a factor. This has, this has nothing to do with COVID. I'm I just gonna say but everybody that. has but, but everybody's yeah, saying they it. They have to say it. Yeah. So. There, there, you know, there's a couple of things where we, we I, um, this will be disappointing to the community of Anthem players. So I'm sure a dozen, all dozen of them will be upset, but the game will still be playable for however long EA decides to keep paying for the servers to be alive. And that's it. Anthem is officially dead. I, yep. again, feel like this should have worked, but yeah, it didn't. Any... Yeah, I mean, oh, go ahead. 
EA's cutting their losses on this one. I guess they either didn't like what they saw from whatever update they had to show, or it was maybe it was just taking too long and they and too much money for them to want to pour more money into it. I'm sure they had some sort of analysis on, you know, whether it was going to be worth it to them or not, and they determined that uh, it wasn't worth it for them. No, they, they um, it certainly wasn't. I agree with you. We talked about it, I think, last week or whenever the last time we talked about this was last week because when they were talking about maybe killing it, we talked about it briefly. Yep. Um, yeah, the the skeleton for Anthem, the, the idea was really cool, but yeah, the, the execution was exceptionally poor. Um, and yeah, if they were just given more time or, you know, had better organization on the team or whatever happened with this game... It could have been really cool, and I'm a little bit sad as well that we won't see what the, hopefully what would have been the actual real version of Anthem, which would have been this update that they were working on. Um, So yeah, a little bit unfortunate, but so it goes, EA is a company, and they are are there to make money, and if they determine that this was not going to make them money, then uh, they're going to kill it. Right, and I... I I think like Anthem Next wasn't going to be the the thing that brought this back. It would have had to have been monumentally amazing. It really would have, because like nobody, nobody wanted just like saying the word Anthem was uh was 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 gonna rise some folks to uh to a shudder or frust or make people upset. Like there there are a lot of people that bought this game that at this point just got burned, and. Anybody who was interested in Anthem next, I'm I'm sorry, but I just yeah I, I was hopeful that maybe they would they would try one more go, but I'm not surprised that EA just decided we got no. we got to cut this thing. They, that's just that's how they do it, and plus EA's been investing really heavily into mobile gaming. They bought another mobile game studio. For like one one point three billion or something. Oh boy! So they bought two mobile game studios now, I believe, which is insane. They they just like they're buying mobile game studios. They're going they're going in mobile heavily into mobile, which isn't surprising either because mobile games make tons of money and there's not as much overhead. Okay, moving on from Anthem's demise. This uh this this will be a Stadia focused conversation. There's a couple things to talk about here. Uh, I don't have the article for it, but apparently, uh, I think it's Phil Harrison who's the head of Stadia right now. He's heading up Stadia, and before the 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 development studio for Stadia shut down, he sent this email out saying that they were doing an a good job and to basically keep up the good work. And then a week later, he shut it down. Th- th- this was something I heard. And I had seen, I don't have the article for it, so I'll, I'll, at some point I'll have to find the reference for it. But it was, like, pretty disgusting when I heard about this. And I was like, wow, what a surprise. What a surprise. They're like, yeah, everything's great. Week later, goodbye. But a consequence of this, interestingly enough, is because that, you know, because that studio shut down, and it looks like there was an update in this article, so maybe maybe this did get changed. Here we go. 
so it seems like actually that there was an update to this. So I'm, I'm just quickly reading the update. So there was like a point at which specifically with a, it's called journey to the savage planet had this like bug on stadia and it, because the, 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 this studio had shut down, there was concern that it couldn't be fixed. And I'm not sure how long this bug was persisting. And it seems like recently there was a, there was a fix for it. So, but the, the thing is like, the, there's this like support here, this ticket. And one particular user reached out to the publisher because this, this bug was on Stadia and the, the ticket said, well, there's nothing we can really do because Stadia is owned by Google. So too bad. Um, and then people are like, well, wait a minute. If they shut down this dev studio, how is this bug going to get fixed? So this is like obviously a significant issue. And it looks like as of yesterday, this got fixed. So there was a patch that was released that ended up addressing the issue that was brought up about this, this, the game freezing. And I mean, that's good to hear, but my question is, it, like, what happens if this, like, is this going to happen again? Is is this issue going to come back? Because this issue happened on Monday in particular. So it took them, you know, it took them a day. They did patch it, but... This seems like quite a rigmarole to report a bug and get it fixed. You know, they had to, like, go through the the developer and they're like wait no we can't we can't fix that can't because there, yeah. stadia and then like they had to go to state like i don't know this is just dumb like <laughs> yeah they're like please note that the publisher is in fact stadia games entertainment we have no way of addressing it so you you you, you have to like go through this and we we, we know everything about google support and like I don't know, like, this is, like, just continuing to be kind of a mess. And then there's also this issue that Google is facing sort of this uh, this potential class action lawsuit because, well, they lied, they, they people feel, and I think they did, lie about the game resolution on Stadia. So, basically, Stadia had promised that there was going to be 4K, it was going to run, uh, games would run on 4K. And as a couple examples, you know, Destiny 2 doesn't run on 4K. And there's a couple other games that don't actually run on 4K. They're either upscaled or they just don't. And people believe that it was false advertising, which to some degree it is. Stadia had this big thing at GDC in San Francisco, I believe it was GDC, where they said, oh yeah, all our games our games are going to have 4K, 60 FPS and all that. And that's just that's just not really true. So the case alleges that Google exaggerated the streaming quality and display resolution to juice purchases for the subscription. And there was like a running list of games that really didn't go on 4K for Stadia. 
So it's it's something that's happening in the background as well. It's something that Google and Stadia are dealing with. I, yeah, I mean, it's just like this is this is definitely like a pretty a pretty big issue that Stadia is going to have here. I just I don't know why people are still supporting this. Like I gotta be honest, Stadia just seems like a crappy platform to want to support. It's just like all these different things keep coming out. They're like, oh yeah, they they gave like basically no notice, just closed the studio, even though they told them they were doing a good job. They aren't actually doing what they said with the resolution and um, what they promised during some of their uh, reveals of Stadia and, and discussing the um, various qualities of it. And it's just like a poor business model. I don't I personally don't get it at all. Spoon, do you have anything to say regarding all this stuff? This is like a lot of stuff. I mean, we every time we talk about Stadia, we kind of say the same thing. You know, it's just the platform is just a mess. You know, the business model is terrible. Apparently, they have false advertising or allegedly false advertising about the resolution. They shut down their game studio. Again, all this, all this to me, as I've said multiple times in the past when we talked about Stadia, is that. Stadia is probably going to get shut down within, I would say, a year, but I'll say two just right. for safety. I would not be surprised if within the next year there was a statement from the Googles like, yeah, I mean, Stadia is going to exist, but they're not going to support it anymore. Sure. Basically, they're I, not going to develop for it or do yeah. anything with it anymore. I just want to say one more thing before you continue. It says at this point, roughly half of Stadia's library can run at up to 4K60 or 4K30 half so yeah, half the library good. is not it's doing not what they good. promised yeah it's not it's not doing what they promised and you know maybe it's on the developers i guess uh, that are giving to stadia but stadia you shouldn't you shouldn't highlight that and say that all of your games would be like this yeah exactly like it's their it's their responsibility as the manager or publisher you know the 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 company that you know developed the platform to make sure that the games that come onto their platform are up to the standards of the platform and if they're not that they don't release them on the platform you know yep so it's it's like various different things i mean who knows if this is going to go through i honestly don't know if it will this is like for for if this is going through specifically the u.s i, I don't know like i wouldn't be surprised if it didn't really get yeah. any ground wouldn't be surprised at all like but it's just like more they have to deal with. And again, I just don't I don't know why people are supporting this when frankly speaking, there are gonna be better platforms than Stadia. There just will be. Yeah. I have I have more faith in the other platforms that are coming out. I have more faith in uh, XCloud. Frankly speaking, if Luna's library gets better, I have more faith in that because it's a better business model. Yep. And I'm sh uh, NVIDIA has one as well. Uh, I forgot the name of it. Um that one should I feel like we'll do better. It's just like, it's just like this weird thing where it's like, look, the only reason you have any traction is because you, you kind of came out first and you're Google and you're Google. So you have this, like <laughs> you have this pool already built up, but I don't see it. I, 
this, this is like, I don't get it. I, I was I was interested in Stadia when it was first announced. I was like, yeah, this is like, I personally believe that cloud gaming is like, it's good for certain things. It really is. It's not good for everything, but it's it's definitely like something that could be really beneficial if you have the setup for it, I'm going to say. But like, why? Like, the more I heard about Stadia and the business model, I was like, okay, this doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> this, this is a bad business model. So, um, any other thoughts regarding Stadia or anything else before we just... This is all the news that I had. I mean, we we do have some mentions, by the way, which maybe you can talk about regarding uh, the uh, state of play yeah. as well as uh, Pyramithra stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, the last small pieces of news we have were just basically announcements that... Uh, there's going to be a Sony uh, State of Play that's going to be tomorrow. That's Thursday, February 25th mm-hmm. at, I believe it's 2 p.m. Pacific time. That would be 5 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. Both Otto, Otto and I have school activities at the time, so we will be unable to restream or participate in any sort of Discord watch party. So that will not be happening on this channel, but I'm sure we will see the news i will likely watch the presentation afterwards at some time when i have time and uh, i'm sure we will talk about the announcements on next week on next week's podcast yeah so that's that's definitely a thing that we'll do um and the other one is actually not until next week next thursday so it'll actually be after next week's podcast but it was announced today so i figured we'd mention it uh sakurai is doing the pyra and mithra demonstration that he's done with all the dlc characters on uh, next thursday i think it's like 6 a.m pacific time or something super early in the morning <laughs> okay. so yeah i will not be watching that one live either that's too early yeah that's um, that's really early um but again i'll probably i haven't watched the last couple because i haven't really cared about the last couple dlc characters but i probably will watch this one because i you know i like xenoblade too i think pyro and mithra are cool characters and i i want to see what what they're gonna be like in smash i sure doubt i will buy them as we talked about because i again i just don't really play smash and it just feels like a bit of a waste of money but sure. um yep so so that'll be happening for people who are smash players and or excited for the pyramithra dlc which is which is gonna come out in march sometime they said i don't think they've specified the date but i i would guess that sakurai will specify the exact date during that during that presentation he, he uh, definitely will I, I don't see why he wouldn't he he would have to i think i i yeah i'm not i gotta be honest i'm not like interested in smash anymore but like yeah i mean if your favorite characters are in it's it's cool to just take a look and see how they did it i I just like yeah i'm i'm tapped out of smash i can't i can't do it anymore college killed me (laughs) college basically (laughs) killed me you the the interest in smash is just completely gone so um yep that was, that's it. Yeah, those, that's those it. were just two announcements. Again, I'm, I'm sure we will discuss the details of those announcements on the associated podcast. So next week for the state of play, and maybe we'll touch on the Pyramithra thing on the week after that. Yeah, I mean, um, if there's can, anything interesting, to we say. can pull up like some uh, clips of what, of what they showed. I mean, what it's that's totally doable. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's nice. We're we're kind of getting, you know, we're past the holidays. We're kind of in, you know, mid. I guess we're in late February at this point. We're getting back to the point where, you know, game releases are gonna start coming again, getting towards the springtime and game announcements as well. Um, since we're kind of past the holiday period, January is usually pretty dry. Pretty you slow. Know? Yeah. L- late December and early and January in general is usually pretty dry as far as game news. Every 
you know studio and publisher kind of blows their load for the for the holidays and then they they take a break they yep. take a break for a while yep. so. <laughs> okay eloquent eloquent uh picture there yeah uh, very very nice um, i it's so now we're we're into the we're getting into obviously your announcement spring. Announce, yeah. announcement phase again we're, we're back into like announcement phase and everybody's getting back into it with like nintendo direct and state of play they're all having their their little like okay here's updates on what we're working on uh i'm surprised we haven't had anything from microsoft frankly yeah. uh hope maybe maybe there'll be something soon because we haven't had anything from microsoft you know, since the fall is is, is what i yeah. think uh they're they're ones that usually do stuff but maybe they just don't have anything i, I would be interested if they had anything for halo uh, just because I yeah. know they push it back, but be interesting to see. Like, hey, here's 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 the different graphics, guys. Craig the Brute is gone. The, the, this isn't a big developer or publisher or anything, but the other game that I haven't really heard anything new about in quite a while um, is Humankind. I haven't heard anything about it since the last uh, open dev, which December. When was that? Was in like yeah, like late December, Something early like January, maybe. So maybe it's been like a month and a half. The game comes out in two months. Um, uh, maybe they'll have one next month. Maybe they'll just like yeah. May, I mean, yeah. May, again, we talked about maybe they'll have another open dev. Maybe they won't. The, the one thing that I kind of expected them to start up again was something they were doing on Twitter for a while. They would basically every week they would announce a new culture mm -hmm. for the game, and they had gotten up through the first five eras, and they kind of stopped because they were gonna, you know, basically they were gonna announce them all, and then it would still be a while before the game came out, but. We're getting to the point where I feel like they should start that back up again because the game comes out in two months and they have basically ten cultures to unveil at this point, which are the ten for oh. the last era. So maybe, I've, I've maybe. kind of been expecting that to start up again soon, and it hasn't, so I don't know. But Maybe they just, like, next month, maybe they're just going to say, okay, here's a open dev or a you know beta, more of a beta. It's like, here, go ahead. Everything's accessible. And here's the last cultures. Maybe they do that. Maybe I mean, we we we'll don't see. we don't know. Or or you get a delay. You Could get a be. Delay. You get a. Um, this has been a difficult year. We're delaying. Uh, article. So I mean, they've already delayed it once. It initially was supposed to come out in 2020, and then they delayed it in April. You know what? So. They could they could do it again. They could they could they they sure could. We'll see. So. Yeah, news is that's it. that's it for the news for for this particular week. The the um, I didn't see anything else specifically that I thought was relevant. Just little tidbits. I did see like uh, who was it? EA bought like a company that makes a lot of racing games. Actually, the company that made Fast and Furious Crossroads. They bought. Oh that boy, company. what a. What a steal! That they that bought game that company. Was a gem. They bought that one. I think that was the one they bought. So they bought this company, and I, they were like, people were a little bit weird, a little bit worried because they're like, we feel the racing game genre has is untapped potential, and I was just thinking, oh shit, loot boxes and racing games. Here oh, we go, shit. here we go. Poor the poor racing game community. EA's in. Right. Like, like, Jesus. <laughs> it was like, we feel the racing game genre is untapped potential. That's EA speak for. <laughs> we we can monetize the shit out of this. 
Nobody's get ready to it. spend all your money on being able to customize your rims. We, oh my whatever. gosh. I mean, I don't know if that's already the case, but EA, if EA's coming in, you know it will be. So that's that's got me a little bit. I, I don't really deal with racing games, but I feel bad for that yeah. community. Because this company had made some um, some pretty solid ones, like Need for Speed. I think I don't remember the name of the yeah. the, the dev studio. There's, yeah, I mean, there is a lot of car stuff you can you can loot box. Frankly, you can loot box the car. Oh yeah, they the can skins. Loot box the, they can like, loot box the shit out of that. Loot, yeah, that's GG for that community. So that I I mean I felt felt bad for them. I was like, oh well, there goes that community. So, all right. It's, uh, I mean, yeah, we're done with news. Can we, can I, um, can we quickly talk about Genshin? Can we spend like maybe five to 10 minutes? Let's not, let's not make anybody too bored. Can, can I, we don't, I don't spend... think we need to spend that long. I think we need to spend like two minutes. Okay. Two minutes. Okay. This event sounds like, oh, 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 okay. Just going in. Spoon just went in. I, I'm going to be a little bit nicer. I agree that. I think 75% of the event sucks because all you're doing is fetch questing, which I, I'm not surprised at because that's like Genshin. A lot of that is Genshin, frankly, but I'm only surprised that 75% of it is doing these fetch quests and you get like a, a ten, a, like a, a 10 second cutscene payoff for it. It's like, it's supposed to be like this big festive event for Lunar New Year. And it's, not festive at all <laughs> it's like festive for 10 seconds the exception of that one cutscene at the end of the main quest line correct so it's also i will say the only other redeeming thing about it that the tower defense is actually pretty good i'm i'm only upset that you have to play it a lot in order to get all the rewards because you have to do certain challenges to get the currency to to spend the tower defense actually works really well. I'm 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 frankly shocked that it works so well. It, it does take a while though at higher levels to complete a tower defense game, and I, I don't think I'm exaggerating. I think for one tower defense game at a once you get past like we'll say the 1.6 multiplier, it takes about 10 to 15 minutes. So that's not good. Yeah. It should take five minutes, but it takes like 10 to 15. And the only reason I know that is because when I was editing a video about the tower defense, I noticed that I did two tower defense like things and it took 35 minutes worth of worth of video. So like just it's too long, but the, the basis is there. They, they need to change it. And I think part of it is just because the enemies move so slow. So that's definitely a downer but the 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 basis of it works pretty well um yeah that's that's all i have to say i think this, largely it's bad but there's like a couple nuggets of redemption in there yeah i mean i agree with you i'll be honest though that i i completed the the main quest and that was i mean most of it was boring to be honest but sure. the last cutscene was pretty cool sure the stuff was shot this some of the stuff was shot was all right too but then there were a lot of like filler boring crap in there yeah, too so um yeah, and yeah, these fetch quests are just stupid and they're, boring. No, they're terrible. Um, they're they're terrible. I've done. I did like the first set of them, and I haven't booted up Genshin in, I think yesterday or today. I didn't play. I, I feel like I'm just not gonna play for a while. I'm, I'm kind of burned out. Yeah, Take a break. This, this this event burned me out. I'm like, I just it's... need a break. That's this event has just been boring, and I just don't care. And yeah. 
yeah, I'm losing out on Supremo gems and some rewards that I could get from the tower defense, but I'm like, I just don't want to grind this right now. This is just boring, I, and it's a waste of my freaking time, so I'm not doing it. Like, I, I completely understand. It's it's been a it's it's been a downer. I, I only go on for like 30 minutes just to do the dailies, and I just I just I can't yeah, bring myself to do I, much of the event. I've done some. I, of it, I was but... I was doing that for a bit with the 30 minute dailies, and then I got to the point where like I can't even be bothered to do that. I'm like I, I just don't <laughs> oh man I just don't want to. He's got burnout. Take a few days yeah. off, dude. Just uh, I'm, get out. I'm, I'm burned out from Genshin for a little bit. If they release, uh, I may even not play again until the next patch, the next main patch, which should be in like two weeks, I think. It's or like so. two and a half weeks, uh, I think now. Yeah. Um, so not, not too long, ends. but I just feel like I, I need a break. I was just, I was getting to the point where I'm just, I was logging in to do my dailies, but I didn't really want to, and I was just doing it to do it. And I yeah. was like, I'm not gonna. No, I, I just don't want to do this. I'm yeah, not gonna it's, do it anymore. It's the, stupid. It's not a good banner anyway. And just, just take a break, dude. It's just like this event is not very good. Like again, yeah. I played. I, I played the tutorial for the tower defense, and yeah, I've seen it. It does look decently fun for a tower defense, but I'm like, this looks way too grindy. I don't want to play is. this 500 times or however it's, long it takes. It's it so just stupid. takes too long. It, it takes like yeah. 15 minutes to do it. I just, it's too long. So okay, that's the. Yeah, I think that's all we have to say for, for Genshin. So, uh, try you can wake back up. And so, oh God, what, 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 let's see. Well, I know we want to talk about Project Triangle. Oh, yeah, let's talk about that. I know we want to talk about that. Before we do that, I do want to mention okay. real quick KH2 rando update. I won my match over the weekend, which most people who pay attention to me know that which is which was cool um it was a bit of a nail biter apparently if you were watching but uh my opponent avoided stt forever and there was a proof there so rip yep um i avoided oc forever but not as long as he avoided stt so um anyways so I won that match. So my group finals uh, match, actually, I was able to finally get a hold of Spike, Spike Vegeta today, who is my opponent. Um, and we scheduled, scheduled our match. Um, it will, it's it's going to be a time that probably not very many people are going to be able to watch, unfortunately. It's going to be Sunday night at 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern. A bit of a late one. Um, what an interesting time. Yeah, Spike's, I mean... My schedule is tough. I pretty much can't do anything. I couldn't do anything during the day, um, okay. during the week. And, like, with our D&D schedule, and I didn't know exactly when it was going to be, I didn't want to conflict with that either. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah, I know. I get it. The, okay, 8 p.m. Pacific time on Sunday. on Sunday. Oh, God. If if you get, yeah. like, a bad seed. Yeah, I'm going to be up late. You're going to be up late. Forget a bad seed. Yeah, you get, hopefully you won't get a bad seed. Hopefully you'll get like, I mean, an okay one. I, it's been a while since I've had a seed take longer than three hours. The bad seeds for me now usually take around three hours. Like the one for my last match was like 255. Mm -hmm. So that was pretty, pretty crap. But it's been a while since I had a seed that took longer than three hours. So... If if we start right around eight, maybe eight oh five, eight ten, the seeds three hours. Okay, I'll be up till sure. eleven or eleven thirty, maybe, um, and that's that's fine, I suppose. Um, so yeah, 
that's 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 that update again i'd appreciate if people were able to stop by and watch but i understand if you can't because it's kind of a bad time for a lot of people it's kind of late i was mean, uh, surprised spike yeah. agreed to it because he's on the east coast so it's 11 p.m for him and he's starting his his yearly he does this like stream marathon thing in in march yep with uh, um, pi him and pi, pi. Like so he's thing. starting that on the the next day which is monday march 1st next week so i was surprised he freaking agreed to it but he did so that that's when it is <laughs> i mean dude maybe maybe it doesn't maybe his thing doesn't start till like later in the day and he can just yeah maybe or maybe he just doesn't sleep i mean there are people like that so <laughs> he just like doesn't sleep that much who knows but yeah good luck but, yeah. sunday night i'm looking forward to it it should be hype you know spike is a very a very popular streamer well okay not compared to some other very popular streamers but in the in the scheme of the like the kingdom hearts community and the communities that i'm around he is a very popular streamer he gets between 500 and a thousand viewers would, most of the time i would say that's a, like five he's got like 500 subs or something around there i think maybe more than that actually i, um, I think that is a big streamer like yeah if we look at it, the percentages i'm sure that's like literally i want to say maybe top couple percent probably even higher like yeah it's I mean, we all we all know, like, dude, if you can if you can push ten viewers, <laughs> you're doing something good. Yeah. Actually, if you're pushing ten plus viewers, you're doing something right. Honestly, consistently. So yeah, I mean, like, it it should be really fun. I, I'll try and yep. stop by as best I can, um, d- depending on yeah. how my schedule goes. But like that, yeah, he 126k followers is really big. So that's a that's a big community. Again, if you're concurrently pushing even just like 10 viewers is, is unbelievable in my opinion that's that's really good yeah so yeah and dodge also as he's mentioning in the chat he has his uh his match for the round that i completed already is tomorrow sure. uh forget when like 7 p.m eastern something right like that oh um, so 4 p.m pacific okay yeah could be fun oh 4, four eastern four sorry oh Africa. i can't yeah I one one friggin', pacific friggin uh, i'll probably be able to catch if it's longer than two hours i'll be able to catch it after two hours but that is class time for me sure until about three so yeah same um so yeah i mean good, anyways yeah, good luck with that for sure yep we'll have more updates on that depending on whether i win or lose on sure. sunday sure okay project triangle strategy not the final name the demo came out last week. Right it's, after the direct. Yep. It's two chapters, uh six and seven. Six and seven. Six is pretty short. If you cut out the if you take out the cutscenes, it's short. And I imagine I haven't actually gone through seven yet, but um I imagine seven's the same way. It's a lot of a lot of dialogue, a lot of cutscenes, and the then it's just like probably one combat. And you said there's like some big decision that you make, which let's let's try and avoid the decision spoiler for now. But can we talk about like maybe just the the general feel of how the game plays. So okay, it's going to be hard to talk about without talking about the. They kind of spoil the decision in the trailer, to be honest. If you watch the. Trailer. Oh yeah, then then if it's yeah. that decision, then yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, it's the same decision. Okay, then whatever. Uh, Doesn't matter then. So. The the um, the well let's 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 go with chunks and let's chunk this conversation. The the game itself works on for not its actual combat mechanics. When you play through the game and you go through various different dialogue segments with characters, sometimes you'll have this choice that you can make. And 
these choices revolve around th these three pillars, which are utility, um, morality, morality, and and, and uh, what? Liberty. Liberty, morality, utility. So you have these various different trees, and you don't really know which choice is which. There's no like indicator that says, oh, this is morality. You, you can guess. I imagine you can just guess. But you make the decision. It The scales show up on the screen, and you've made one of those three choices. But you don't know which one exactly. And the the kicker on this is the story and the characters that join you change depending on what you decide to choose. So I think that's great for replayability. It's also just generally a bit of, it's an interesting mechanic to, to have in a game like this. I, I think it's really good. Beyond, and I do like oh, that ahead. they don't, they don't tell you which is which specifically, mm. again, if you wanted to sit there and analyze, which is which you could probably figure it out. Oh, yeah, sure. But as opposed to, as opposed to a game like let's use Mass Effect for example that has this Paragon Renegade system, you kind of know ever like the one in the top right was always Paragon and the bottom right was always Renegade basically. So yeah, sure. you kind of knew which which option you were picking when but, you were doing dialogue choices and, in that game, no matter what. To be fair, in that situation too, you could have removed Paragon and Renegade, and you would have known which is which pretty easily. Yeah, to I mean, be honest, but still, yeah, but no, still, that, I, get, I get that, your point. That's true, but this is you know these scale are these um convictions as they the call them in yep. the game are a little they're a little less black and white than you know it's not good versus evil or you know paragon versus like paragon was like being the nice guy being the hero renegade you were still the good guy but you were kind of a dick about it yeah, so, yeah, yeah. you did yeah, your own thing like, like... yeah uh, um so yeah these are a lot less black and white sure now. I th again, I think the system is good. I think it, you you get a cup. I think I I know in like chapter six you get pretty much just one with this There's character. One, yeah. You just talk to a character and it ends up showing up. And I don't know what happens if you pick the wrong one. I, the one that I chose seemed to be like, basically was like stay and fight with us or something, and the character just stayed and fight and fought. I don't know what happens if you choose the others, but in in theory it works well in practice i mean we'll obviously we'll see but it seemed like an interesting system yeah it's it's different it's just different convictions different values the there's i mean there's a there, there's a lot of story you're you're kind of stuck in the middle of things so you don't really get all the the backstory yeah but there, there's a lot of stuff to to digest yeah I mean, they kind of they kind of throw you in at the point of like what seems like the inciting incident or the main conflict of the game is yeah. going to be, um, which is basically your your home nation. I think it's called Glenwood yep. is being invaded by the uh, another nation called Esfrost, which mm -hmm. is north north of you, on pretenses of the king, like betraying his cousin and murdering his cousin or yeah, something some like relative some like relative that. of of the king um the king of Asfrost. um and yeah they they invade and they take over the capital and they execute the king and your squad of people is um you're from 
Glenwood also has these like they have like three great houses or something, and your main character is the head of one of those three great houses called Wolf Wolfort. Um, and your gang, your squad, your team uh, has Sarah Noah, who's the main character. You have Benedict, who's like your advisor, basically. Mm-hmm. You have Roland, who is the prince of one of the princes of Glenwood. I think he's like the second prince. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have Frederica, who is um, the who is betrothed yeah. to Sarah Noah, but is a princess of Esfrost. So and then a, you have a few idea. other people on your team who are like knights and you know stuff like that. Other people who serve House Wolfert, um, and so yeah, basically you get to the capital. You see this cutscene with them taking over the capital. They execute the print, the first prince. They execute. Uh, they don't do it right on the spot, but they eventually execute the king. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are, you are trying to escape the capital. The Esfrostian soldiers are chasing you. Since you have the other prince in tow, you are escaping the capital, basically. You are you are fleeing the scene because they want to capture the prince. And you're overwhelmed. You're, you're completely overwhelmed. Yes, you are, you are overrun by enemy soldiers. So yeah, I mean, that's the scenario for Chapter 6, basically. And that is the, the battle that takes place in Chapter 6. You're kind of on a bridge. Mm-hmm. The... Uh, which is like the I guess it seems like the entrance to the city. Like there's a there's a river and there's a bridge yep. and you're trying to escape the city, basically. Um So yeah, I mean that that's the scenario for chapter six. Um it's a lot of dialogue, there's a lot of cutscenes. Um there's definitely some political intrigue going on and some additional details that's hard to pick up again since they kinda just throw you in the middle of mm-hmm. it. It seems like from one of the cutscenes that the the main character or our party at least knows something about what happened to this relative of the cousin, yeah. Of the of the Duke. Um, and that basically he's in, he's invading on false pretenses. What he said happened didn't happen, basically, and we know that, but um But only you they, really know that, yeah. Yeah, only you really know that and they basically, you're a, you, you want to speak up about it, but your advisor tells you that that wouldn't be a good idea because they would just call you a traitor or a liar or something, and that yes. we need to we need to build a better case. We need more evidence than hearsay, basically. Than like, oh, I saw this. Okay, cool, good but job. But you can't dude, you can't care. back it up. You're yeah. you're just saying it, which yeah. is not a good uh, strategy <laughs> for uh, trying to get this unearthed and figured out. And. Uh, it's it, no like they they just throw you in here, but yeah, you you get this situation where this this city's being invaded, and you know, yeah, you know it's under false pretenses, but it, they end up invading and and taking over the city, and you're you're trying to escape, and you end up escaping on a on a boat, and then the guy who's like um one of the knights, I think I, I forgot yeah, his name, Sir Sir Maxwell. Sir Maxwell, that's it. He he ends up like covering your escape, but he dies. Or they show Maybe. him. They show him die. There was a lot of blood. There, there was. You, but your your assumption is he's dead. Your assumption is he's dead, but we didn't see the body, so Ugh. I think he'll come back at some point. I, I really do. I, I, I honestly, honestly, I hope he doesn't. I hope he doesn't. Yeah, I, I hope he doesn't do. But I think, he, but I like, think he will. They, they, I know how they. Yeah, uh, I know how they do these things. I, I, I hate. Sometimes I just get a super annoyed. But it's like, okay, yeah, yep. cool. You didn't show like, it, so you know. In like ten or fifteen chapters down the line, we'll be in a big 
big bind and he'll bail us out or something like that. He'll, he'll come, come out to the rescue. He'll and come to the rescue. And then he'll join the party. And he's like, okay, cool, thanks. He'll come back as a robot. I hope so. Actually, I hope so. So, uh, let's talk about the combat for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So the combat of this game, it, I, I don't think it's appropriate to say this is like Fire Emblem. It's more like no. something else that I'm not 100% familiar with. But yeah, It's like Final Fantasy Tactics. It, it definitely emphasizes strategic positioning to try and, sur- I want to say, flank an enemy and surround them and get multiple attacks off at once. Because these, these enemies have pretty high health pools, but so do you. So... It, it kind of emphasizes, okay, if you want to take out an enemy, you might want to surround them or just, like, you know, overwhelm them. At you, least focus fire on yeah. one enemy. You don't want to be attacking, like, three, like five different enemies from a bunch of different positions at yeah, the same time. Work. You're going you're gonna to get overwhelmed. And it do, it's not it doesn't go work. Well. It doesn't it's not work. like Fire Emblem where you can just take whatever your OP character is and send them and have them kill the entire army by themselves. That's not going to happen. It doesn't work. Yeah, it just doesn't work. You got you to gotta really focus fire and, and flank and be a little bit more strategic, uh, tactical in this in this particular instance, which is appropriate. The I think they said, again, they I thought they said somewhere they're like, yeah, we've increased the difficulty. So, yeah, I I don't I didn't see that message, I but Ghost was... Ghost played it as well, and he remembered seeing that message too. So yep. I guess I missed it, or I didn't read clearly enough. I don't know. Apparently, yeah, they yeah. they upped the difficulty for this. It, it I mean, like I won't say it's overly, like, oh, no, this is ridiculously not difficult. It's because, not that hard. Yeah, because like hard. a character can fall and it's fine, relatively yeah. speaking. It's not like the per, mission's per, over. Permadeath does not exist in this game. Yeah, you don't like, lose the game. Or at least in the at least in the demo it doesn't. Fire Emblem if you play Fire Emblem, it teaches you to play strategy games a very specific way where you don't let anyone die ever. And in these types of games, if someone goes down in a battle, it doesn't really matter. They'll yeah, just come back. They'll just come they'll, back. It's 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 like casual mode in Fire Emblem. They'll just come back for the next battle. Which, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Which um, I think for this game is probably a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Because like yeah, it's hard to keep everyone alive. It really is. It, like enemies really could is. could just overwhelm one of your characters, and that's it. So, oh yeah, can we talk about mages? The class the the, cl- the class balance is a mess. It's really a it's, mess. It's terrible. The mages are terrible. Yeah, the mages I, are really bad. I was like, wow, these guys suck. <laughs> these mages are terrible. Like, I'm pretty sure I saw a mage with like a fireball ability with a range of one, and I was like, what? Why is it range one? It's a fireball. That's like a fire touch. Maybe maybe I read it completely wrong, but like, like yeah, that's a lighter. You just there you go. Like the um the ice mage, he has this like ice wall ability. He has his ice wall ability. Yeah. It like it, it's it's like a you know can go hor- vertical and horizontal. Did you use it? I I did actually use it a couple of times. Um, so in that, the first mission where at the end of the map, there's enemies spawning behind you and you're running away. My I ended up having my Ice Mage being kind of behind the rest of my party. So they were chasing walled, down my yeah. Ice Mage and I ran away and I just walled them. I was like, nope, go away. Fuck off. Okay. Stop. So that's, so like, I didn't use it. I thought I was like, man, I should really do that. But like. I don't know. I was like, okay, well, I'm, I guess I'm not doing it. The, yeah, I mean, it's a situationally useful... I, I used it on the second map a little bit as well. Like, 
I, I used it a couple of times to like split enemies apart. So like sure. a couple enemies would. Ch I had a choke point, and a couple enemies like charged at my choke point, and the rest were behind. So I walled behind those enemies yeah, and yeah. cut the rest of their force off. From yeah, that makes sense too. Reinforcing. I like so that. I did use it that way. It's a useful ability. My problem with it is the targeting on it is very uh, restrictive. The way you can position it. I see. You can only position it horizontally in relation to your character. Yep. But only, like, starting on the, the vertical that he's on. So, like, whatever direction he is facing... It has to be on the line that he is facing in, and it goes one square out from the square he's facing in. This is very hard to explain, but... So yeah, it goes out horizontally in the direction mm. he's facing. Okay. Only, horiz only like, three squares horizontally, but it has to start on, like, the middle square that he is so, standing in, or okay. in that line that he is standing in. So, so you, can't, you can't rotate it, you can't place it like a little bit off to the side no you have to place it like specifically in this specific line and it's really stupid but does the wall go from both sides or is it just like okay if i face forward the wall goes yep. forward that's it if you face forward the wall will appear um the wall will appear again like horizontally in front of you in a width of three squares mm-hmm but and the middle of it will always be on the line that you are on. And you can place it up to, I think, four tiles away from you at the most. Because it has a range of four. So you... Okay. So you face forward, and it goes horizontally from yes. you. And then yes. you can place it up to three. Like what Tyler is saying, it's a T-shape, where he is the vertical line of the T, and the wall that you can place is the horizontal line of the T. Okay. But you can place it. You could place it on the square directly in front of him, or up to four squares away from him. But you, the the mage is always on the vertical of the T, okay. and the wall will go one square out from the middle, like the 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 sides of the T. Okay. This is interesting execution of this ability. I, again, I I just wish like the the way you had to position it wasn't so restrictive. I wish you could rotate it or place it you know, on a different axis compared to where he was facing. I don't understand why it was so restrictive on the way you have to place it. Okay. Because I was like, I, I tried using it. I was like, I don't get this. This looks weird. I'm just going to not use it. <laughs> this looks it's, so situa weird. it's situationally useful. Sure. If you find a use for it, there's a lot of times where it's not useful at all. Okay. Um, the, what was her name again? The, the one, it was, uh, Frederica, Frederica. The, the fire mage. Yeah. Frederica. Yeah. yeah. I hated her. Yeah. She sucks. Yeah. She's terrible. I was like, I think she died in both maps that I yeah, played. She's for me. Can I? She's terrible. She's terrible. She's absolutely awful. She's, I like again. I I can't emphasize enough. It was like a fireball ability, and I was like, okay, yeah, cool. We can like fireball mage. No, there's like no range on this. So I was like, oh, yeah. The the my biggest problem with the mages were a uh, their movement is four, which is terrible. Basic infantry units had five, and the mounted units had six. Oh yeah, they just get chased down, and you're dead. So their movement was terrible, and their the range on their spells was also four. It was terrible. So yeah, it was terrible. they had to be in range to be attacked. So if you didn't have anyone in front of your mage, then the melee guy is just going to chase you down after you, you do a spell. It's terrible. 
they need more range. Their basic spell, which granted is an AoE, it's like a, it's a cross-shaped AoE, so it hits five squares, which is pretty standard for this type of tactics game. Those mm-hmm. like those spells are are that type of AoE. Um, costs two TP, which is the resource yeah. in this game. Yeah. Uh, you start with I, you 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 get one every turn. It's like it's like it's like Octopath, where you yep. generate a B, one BP every single sure, turn. Yeah. Yep. Um, but it's not like Octopath in that if you spend it, you wouldn't get any the next turn. You would still get some the next. You would still get one the next turn. Right. Um. So the so her basic spell. Well, this is the same for the Ice Mage as well. Their basic attacking spell costs two TP, so they can only attack every other turn. Their yeah. movement is crap, and their range is crap too. Yep. Yeah, no. There's... And and their basic attack is useless because it's a melee attack, and they just slap the enemy with a book, which does no damage, and puts them in harm's way of being ganked. Because guess what? They're a mage. They're squishy as hell. It, 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 it was like I was playing, and I'm I'm so glad that everybody agrees because I was like playing. Uh, mage, mages suck ass in this game. And, They're horrible. And I was like playing it, and I'm like, wow, okay, a mage. Maybe maybe they'll like attack at range. It'll be sweet. And I was playing it. I was like, man, Frederica. Okay, you do this like fire shield thing. All right, I guess we'll just use that. And then with the ice guy, like I didn't use the wall, so I was like, okay. Oh, his like ice attack was was like okay, but I was like, man, the range on this sucks. Like, what is going on? Yep. It, his his movement sucks. His range sucks. Enemies yep. just kept chasing them down and just like just absolutely smacking them. And like the whole time, I'm thinking, okay, can I not bring a mage? Can I bring anything but this mage? This this mage is terrible. I'd rather just have my other characters who are actually useful and don't just get absolutely obliterated. Like Federica died. And I was thinking, yep, and that's why I was like, oh, did I just lose her completely? And then I noticed she came back. So I was like, okay, that, I guess that's not bad. But yeah, these mage characters, they need to be fixed. And they have a lot of time to do it, obviously. You know, but they're they're like, uh, it's his, no, no, no. His, his the, the ice mage is definitely usable. He he was okay. I, I did think he was okay. Federica, I was honestly like, wow, Federica, get back in the garage. Yeah, no, she's Go back bad. in the garage. You're terrible. Yeah. There, there's a couple ways they can alleviate this issue. Um, I think, um, again, the game's early on, so the balance isn't going to be perfect. Um, option number one, uh, they just need to give this... this. I, I think they should make the rain, the mages have five movement and more range on their attack, like yeah. five or six maybe. Make it so that they don't have to be in range to be attacked when they cast, cast a spell because they're so squishy. Um, they could do that. Uh, option B is to give them a ranged basic attack that doesn't cost any TP. Yeah, that like would a, help a like lot. A so they can bolt. actually do something on their turn when they can't cast a spell, when they don't have two TP to cast a spell. Right. Um, like, so those yeah. are... A, I think they should have five movement. I think they should have more range. And I think they should have a ranged basic attack. I think they can give them all those things and mages would be fine. They at least be used, like, at least be like, okay, like, using this is, like, I'm not going to put myself in immediate danger by using this character. Or give them a basic sp- a basic offensive spell that costs mm-hmm. only one TP. Like, a single a single target thing that, that would costs be, one TP. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Because they can use um, it every Again, it needs, it needs more than the range of my dick to freaking, you know. Okay. No, no, no comment there. Um... <laughs> Okay, we don't have tons of time, unfortunately, because i got to go to class soon. But 
Yeah. Was there any other additional stuff with Project Triangle strategy that maybe you liked or didn't like? Besides what um, you said. I, despite us kind of crapping on the game there, I think generally the combat's really fun. Yeah, I, I, I like the the idea of it. The strat the strategy is good. Uh, the rogue character, I think it was called the spy. She was OP as shit, like just ridiculous. Which one? Which one? Um, uh, I forgot the name. Uh, I think her name was Anna. Her class was like spy or rogue or oh, okay. something like that. Something like that. She could stealth. She could just like stealth and never be hit by anything. And she got two actions every turn. Oh yeah, so I remember that. I remember that. Was that. Dumb. Yeah, that was that, was that character was ridiculous. That was a ridiculous character. I was like, oh, yeah, this is that nice. character was OP. Um, yeah, the cla- and then like the melee characters, like Roland felt really good because mm-hmm. he was tanky. He had good movement because he was mounted, and he had a bunch of like range stuff because he had a lance. He had like a charge move. He was super good. The shield guy was like kind of useful because he was tanky, but he did no damage whatsoever. So I didn't really like you him. You kind of just much. like sit him in front of things and and like hope he can like because I think he had a taunt ability. So. You kind of just put him in the middle of the enemies and like taunt and put like some shields on him or something. Yeah. And he's like, okay, taunt and just just hit this guy instead. That's like, yeah. I think, I mean, obviously that's what you would want, right? To and protect your the, um, Yeah, the MC's stats were just good. Like the melee characters in general were strong. His yep. two two TP ability, the hawk dive or whatever, that thing just did a lot of damage. It like, was really good. You, even if you didn't do, like, I think it did more damage if you were on, like, higher ground or something like that. Even if you didn't have that, it still did a lot of damage. That move was just good. It was really um, good. I, I agree. That was a great move. And then the uh, the the flying archer lady was, she was okay. She didn't do very much damage, but the utility of having the mount and um, she had, like, a blinding arrow and a, an arrow that, like, could stop enemies from moving, too. So Those she had good. some utility type ability. She was pretty squishy, though, too. So, again... Most of the characters were fun to play and cool. Mages were awful, um, but generally it was it was fun. Um, mm-hmm. I think the game has a lot of potential. The only the only other thing that I really didn't like about the demo is man the villains. Oh, they're just so generic and so just like Doctor Mean Bad and like Evil Empire. We're just gonna in- like it's just such. I think the story has potential. I like some of the political intrigue. I like I like our main cast of characters that we were dealing with and like the choices we got to make there. But man, the villains were just super uninteresting. They were just like mm-hmm. it's like evil evil Duke is invading peace and good land I, and taking am, over. Now knowing knowing this game and knowing how these types of games could work. We were in chapter six and seven. I don't know how early that is in the game. I imagine that's like super early because it seemed like those chapters were pretty short. Again, assuming there's no, you know, we, we take out the dialogue for a second. Like, it, it, there, we don't know how many chapters there are. This could be just like the very big, obviously this is the very beginning. Maybe it's just like the precursor event. Maybe there's a bigger bad. Maybe you have to kill God. Who knows? But... I there's going to be there has to be more to this than just like okay they invaded the capital and they've taken over there's going to be something else to this and I'm hopeful there is I'm just kind of assuming there is yeah I I am too but to like just from this vertical slice that the that they gave us the villains were not it they were just very generic yeah no, again I, like yeah. E- evil empire from you know a strategy game it's like yep they're just the evil empire and they're coming through with their big army and trying to take over the world that that's what it seemed like from this slice that we got it, i am 
Mm-hmm. I believe there will be more to it than that, but if there's not, that will be very disappointing because sure. these villains from this slice just suck. Like, they, yeah, I mean, they're, they're they're let's give give we'll we'll give them the benefit and say it's. Oh yeah, it's I'm a giving demo. them. I'm I'm giving the benefit of the doubt on that one. Like this this game though as a whole looks awesome. I I love it. I'm I'm in. Um, I will be playing the next demo whenever that comes out. It'll be quite a while, mm-hmm. and I will likely buy the game day one because Octopath was awesome, and with the exception of my few gripes that I made, uh, I had a lot of fun with this demo. I think it's great, and I played both. I played both routes um, yeah, as yeah. far as the choice went, and there was a, the 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 events were very different, and there were two different battles depending on oh, which, interesting. Um, which route you took. Interesting. The I think yeah we'll, we'll see. For for me again, more demos is obviously going to be good, but yeah, I mean this this the game was fun from from what I personally played, the 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 battle sequence it's going to take a little bit to get used to because it's different from Fire Emblem, but it's not like it was an overhill like climb to figure out, it, it definitely wasn't, just a few combats and you'll you'll pretty much get it down. So, okay, unfortunately we have to end because yep, I got to run to I got to sprint to class here. So let's do a quick uh, conclusion for those of you that are kind of showing up here towards the end. As a general reminder, we ha- uh, we have a YouTube. There's going to be a Xenoblade video for tomorrow. I edited that one down from the three-hour stream to 45 minutes. So it's basically just the boss battles and like one or two other moments in there. The boss battles will retain their cutscenes and such. So if you just don't want to watch the cutscenes, you can just skip them if you want. I it's up to you. I just left them in there. The for the YouTube as well. The oh no, not YouTube for the stream uh, tomorrow. The Rainbow Six folks are going to be on. They're going to be doing more of like a community game session. So folks from various different servers that they're from and I will be joining for an hour. So we're going to be playing Rainbow Six each tomorrow. Same time they usually play. So that would be five p.m. Pacific time, eight p.m. Eastern time. So if you're interested at all, if you want to see me absolutely dominate in Rainbow Six Siege for the first hour, uh, please feel free to stop by and hang out. And the last thing I wanted to mention was for those of you that are interested in movie night and such, please, you know, you can obviously go back and refer to the very beginning of this video, but please be sure to let us know if Tuesday's still okay and what we, we should be watching in the future. We watched Your Lie in April yesterday if you if you if anybody's here is interested in watching that more, please let Spoon and I know. If you want to watch something different, you should also let us know so that we can we can figure out movie nights because we're we're looking to figure out like if people a are still interested and b when the most appropriate day and time is and what the most appropriate um, movie or show is. So please let us know all those things and continue to support us in uh, in ways that would be you know, sharing, sharing our, our podcast and our streams and all that with friends and family. So anything else before we hop off spoon? Nope. I think you covered it. Okay. Perfect. So thanks everybody for those of you who joined us and said some stuff in the chat. We appreciate that. We'll be back on the podcast next week. Rainbow six folks are on tomorrow, possibly Xenoblade stream this weekend. I'm hopeful there is one just depends on how my schedule works out personally. So Have a good rest of your evening, and we'll see you guys tomorrow, hopefully. Yep. Night. Night, everyone.